Hey friend, welcome to the Get Rooted in Health podcast. I'm Gabby Flater, a faith-led wife, mom of three, certified nutrition consultant, personal trainer, and passionate about changing lives. I know how frustrating it can be to navigate the health and wellness world. You want to be motivated to prioritize your well-being and wish you were more educated when it comes to cultivating a healthy home. Maybe you're a mom who's completely burnt out and needs a fresh perspective on life, or you're searching for a place to feel seen, heard, and encouraged in a godly manner. No matter if you're doing the dishes, getting your sweat on, or drinking reheated coffee while watching the kids play, there is always an opportunity for growth. If you are ready to finally take action about these desires and are ready to learn, grow, and transform your mind, then you are in the right place. It's time to establish deeper roots so you can enjoy a more fruitful and fulfilling harvest. Let's dig in. Hey friends, welcome back to the Get Rooted in Health podcast. My name is Gabby, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. So glad to have you here. If you are in the Midwest or I guess anywhere where it's been cold, I hope that you're staying warm. I hope this this episode finds you warm. And if you live in a warm uh, climate, enjoy it because you don't want to be living where we are in these freezing and snowy temps. It has been kind of a whirlwind uh, jumping right into January here um, with just a birthday. My husband and I had our anniversary. We, you know, coming off the holiday season, um, you need like that first week of January to like figure out life again and rhythm and schedules and and whatnot. Um, And then we just got hit with we just got pounded with snow and then just freezing temps, negative 25 degree with the wind chill that it like made it feel negative 25 degrees. So that's fun. Um, but we are just grateful that we have, you know, a warm home and that nothing is going wrong, that our heat works. I know there are people without power. So we're just, we're usually the ones without power in our area and how we were not without it, uh, I don't even know, but I'm super grateful that we did not have to deal with that. <clears throat> However, you know that I have chickens, and this is my first winter with chickens, our first winter. And so as a new chicken mom, I uh, felt like I got to I gotta do something more because we didn't, you know, until we have more land and more space to build them an incredible coop with, you know, four walls and a roof and uh, just more substance for them to to live in when they don't wander outside uh the coop that they have right now it's butted up against the back of the garage which it's by my garden so like they are protected in a sense by a lot of wind and other things but so much snow had drifted in there I was shoveling it out I'm shoveling snow out of the coop like the yard area um, off their the roof of their coop and just trying to you know I'm like Winston go outside and shovel a path to the chickens um, before it freezes like we need to make sure that we can still get back and forth <clears throat> from our porch off the back steps to the chicken coop and I just felt like wow if we're, do- if we're dropping into the negative temps here I need to have game plan and so um, I reached out to a friend and she's like oh I have a friend um, right by you who has bales of straw and I was like, super, like, how do I get it? So she gave me her contact info. Um, it was like five bucks per bale. She was literally three minutes down the road from me. I went, her husband or whoever had like just pitched a whole bunch in a pile and just, she said, there's six of them there. You take however many you want. Um, just close up the barn door. So I drove out there, 
um, on the weekend we our kids were away on our anniversary weekend and uh, I went and filled up the trunk and came back with them and just started to fill the area we bought this coop off of Amazon <laughs> of all places it, it, this was just like this is all temporary okay <laughs> this was just to fulfill our slash my dream of wanting chickens and so this was the best we could come up with we were not going to spend money on lumber and building anything as of right now my husband was just not in that mindset he was finishing up studying for his cpa like he wasn't in the brain space for any of that but was willing to entertain the thought of having chickens so we went with that and we bought what we could and what was reasonable enough for price and it works like it's fine we assembled it ourselves but it's not like this super warm um place like I know like my parents have for their chickens or what other people have so um I mean it works it totally does um and they are thriving um they're doing just fine I packed a bunch of straw in um inside the the open area of the actual coop that we bought um they already have bedding inside of the like nesting boxes and the um enclosed part of the coop uh, and then around like the sides of the fence, like I shoved it in between the snow and the fencing so that like it was a barrier um, so that no more wind could get in. And and then I just stuck bales of hay in front of it. I put I put straw or hay, straw, whatever, underneath the nesting boxes. Like I piled it underneath on the outside so that the heat would just stay there and no wind would um, get underneath it. I mean, I just did whatever I could. I just chucked it all in there and spread it out. And, and I was like, here you go, ladies. Like, I hope this helps. And honestly, I felt like it was already starting to feel warmer as I was packing it in. Like, I was like, oh, this is just going to be so much more comfortable for them. I'm sure they would have done fine, their animals. So, um, you know, it. I'm sure they would have been fine. But I wanted to at least make them more comfortable and reduce our chances of chickens dying because I don't. I don't know. I'm still learning. I'm still learning. So, and, and it was like five bucks a bale, like I said. So it wasn't, you know, spent like 20 bucks and got these. It was not hard at all. Just took a little extra time. And then I just put these bales in front of like the coop, just kind of stacked them in front of a couple areas uh, just to block the wind. So for what that's worth, that's what we've been up to. Um, just shoveling and yeah, my body hurt so much. It was ridiculous. It was a lot of snow. Like, over the course of, like, a few days of getting dumped on, I mean, it was probably two feet total of stuff, you know, and then when it drifts places. And then because it, it also was a heavy snow, this is not, this wasn't light, light and fluffy. Um, it ruined so many of our, like, our lilac bushes. I'm now seeing, like, the snow has somewhat melted off of them, and they were covered in in this heavy snow and it drooped all the branches it's broken tree branches off of people's trees it's made trees bend over it's broken some of our trees in the front yard I mean it's ridiculous um so it's really destroyed some things and it's really sad so I hope that um those lilac bushes can perk back up or something um but we'll have to remove this one tree in our front yard that like just the weight of this I mean I'm looking around and so many people there's going to be a lot people that do tree stuff and yard work and landscaping will be busy come spring because there will be um, a lot to fix after this heavy snow that uh, decided to hang around I did get to go for a run 
as the storm was coming in though it was pretty crazy I was like I know what's coming in terms of snow and then the cold and I ain't going out there I don't really want to run in that Uh, maybe I would consider it if it was like in the positives (laughs) um but most nights and early mornings were not so uh, I ventured out on Friday when the storm was rolling in, I ended up finding a sub for, I teach a cycle class at the Y um, at 9 a.m. on Fridays now, and I found someone to cover because there was no way I was taking kids out in the, I couldn't, they closed at one o'clock, which doesn't help me. Uh, I still would have had to get out, and so I found someone whose school was out, she was available, she doesn't have little people, and I was just super grateful because I'm pretty sure that would have been a disaster. I, driving out there, walking and hauling all the kids the stroller probably wouldn't have even worked so it just was a lifesaver but I did get to go for a run because I knew what was coming and I logged eight miles I couldn't believe it I was just planning on maybe like five or six and then I was going to finish it up on the treadmill I did eight and then I finished up it was a long run it was supposed to be 12 miles so then I finished up four more on the treadmill but um, it was just beautiful uh, watching the snow accumulate over time and it was difficult um I was getting pelted different wind directions I was trying to figure out which way the wind was going and I felt like it was changing on me which was not helpful because I was trying to avoid it as much as possible (laughs) so I kept like doing the same area so that I didn't have to turn the corner a certain way to go into the wind um but I just I got pelted with snow um in the face and um it wasn't super cold it just was wet and snowy and windy um, but it was pretty I I went back and forth in my head like why am I doing this oh my gosh it's so pretty this sucks I'm so glad I'm out here um you know like all that stuff so the inches accumulated definitely over that hour and what 20 minutes I was out there or something I mean I didn't go any I didn't go fast um but I'm glad that I did it because yeah it was great Uh, and I I just stuck around where I felt safe and uh, we went with it so now it's just trying to avoid all the slippery spots so anywho let's get into today's topic and we are going to chat about three ways to stay nourished and feel your best this winter even if you're in I guess warmer climates Uh, it's winter here in the midwest so i'm rolling with it Uh, these will still apply to you um, but they're a little more geared towards things that we can focus on especially when we are indoors more Um, it's cold dark less motivated uh, and just yeah really just what should we try and focus on to help get us through this time that'll make us feel better um more energetic um just happier and yeah just whatever we can do to best support our ourselves and and I want that for you and so some of these I mean it's three ways but some of them are twofold threefold they kind of have a couple things that go along with it so the first one is just cooking more at home maybe you already do but if not I would challenge you to start cooking more at home start getting adventurous, take time exploring a few recipes, um, 
you know, if you're on Instagram, there's endless recipes. But find what works for you. Pinterest, you've got cookbooks. Make it a challenge. Maybe like find a cookbook or two and be like, I'm going to commit to making a recipe out of one, you know, three recipes a week from this cookbook or something. Like I've been wanting to do that. I have these awesome cookbooks. But trouble is sometimes like right now in this season of life, my kids don't eat these like glamorous type foods. But not all of them are. Um, They just, you know, want simple. And so... I would eat whatever I would make, but um, I don't always want to eat all of it. <laughs> so we'll be stuck with all of it. But yeah, make it fun and just cook more at home and share the joy of it with um, you know those that you live with uh, and get creative and find what you like. Try something new uh, and you'll just feel better. You're not eating out. You're not eating uh, processed food. So what I mean by cook at home is not like grabbing packages of pizza or pizza rolls or frozen dinners or you know Marie Colander is that what they're called those like casserole things just throw in the oven like no 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 we're talking about like from scratch make a pot pie make a homemade crust boom 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 okay make homemade dinner rolls learn to make sourdough um you know basics maybe sourdough isn't for you it requires time so maybe start learning how to get comfortable with making bread with yeast that only takes a couple hours Um, rather than like you needing a 12 to 16 hour window of time and and probably more because you have to remember to feed your starter so there's a whole lot more brain stuff going on with sourdough so don't don't feel like you have to intimidate yourself with starting there that might not be the place for you to start but I encourage you to to make some soups make some you know a pot pie um you know just throw a roast in the crock pot I mean crock pots are so life-saving for busy people and especially moms um I've thrown frozen, literally frozen solid hunks of meat in my crock pot. You turn it on high, add a tad of liquid, you know, fourth to a half cup of liquid. I usually will just sprinkle um, a a good layering of seasoning over the top because eventually it'll seep in and get in the juices and all the stuff. Um, But it does not have to be raw for you to put it in the crock pot. You don't even need a Instapot for that. If you plan enough ahead of time and you're leaving in the morning, and you can get a slab of meat in there. It does not have to be thawed. I have done it countless times. Pork, chicken. Um, you just kind of have to rub it under hot water sometimes or warm water in the plasticky thing. So you can kind of get it to remove itself so you can get it out of the, the wrapping that it's in. Um, but I've done roasts, you know, beef or pork. Um you know, whole chicken might be a little more harder to um, navigate. Sometimes there's stuff inside of the chicken, like you gotta get it out. Um so that one, not necessarily, you might need to plan ahead of time for that, but like even just frozen chicken breasts, you could even set that on like low because um, if they're thinner, um, if they're fatter, you could put it on high, but you know, low for all day, um, put it on high if you know you, you have, you're shorter on time and you don't get it until later in the morning, but um, really you can do it from, from frozen. I've done it so many times. Um, and then, so yeah, just cooking more at home, you're going to feel better, um, not eating all the processed foods and snacks like we want to, um, even making desserts, like make your pie, make your brownies, make your cookies, whatever floats your boat, like you can make those things, obviously enjoy them in moderation, but like this is the time, when do you do this in the summer, you don't stand and pour over your kitchen in the summer as much, I mean, I might, because I love my kitchen, but like when you think winter, you think like warm, cozy, nourishing, nostalgic meals, right? So enjoy it. Get creative. Have fun. Don't eat out as much. 
and don't go for all the processed foods as much and start you know think of what you what reminds you of your grandma or whatever um find a couple cookbooks find a couple people online that you write you know maybe there's blogs that send you recipes you know start shelling out a few of those and seeing how your family likes them um what are favorites mark up your cookbook I know there's um people I've seen that'll write like very good or do this or this or this and they'll mark up their cookbook and stuff so um you know taco night that's so easy to do make homemade tortillas um those kinds of things start nourishing your body with wholesome ingredients and not processed foods okay um I mean and this is for all the time to not you know, really be filling our bodies with processed foods. But now is the time more than ever when we're just inside more, right? We're not like itching to get outside after work or, um, you know, whatever your life looks like in terms of schedule. Like it's not nice out to just go sit outside, you know, until it's 8 o'clock, not 8.30 and it's dark finally. Um, like it's dark at 4.35 o'clock and we still have a whole entire evening. So why not, you know, have fun in the kitchen and get your family involved or whatever. Um, another aspect of it is just being mindful of your hydration as it's cold. Um, you know, you want to make sure that you're staying on top of drinking water and your electrolytes. Uh, doesn't matter how active you are. Electrolytes are just going to be important. If you know that you don't eat a super processed diet, you are not consuming that much sodium. So unless you're eating like boxes and bags of chips and crackers and whatnot and all these you know, processed foods that use salt for preserving, you aren't consuming that much, to be honest. So the salt that you add to your eggs, that you add to your um, rice or your meat um, is is great. And then on top of that, um, you want to get it from electrolytes. So I've mentioned I drink Element every day and especially the days that I work out really hard. Um, a Redmond Relite is another great brand. So just making sure that you're getting in good quality hydration, not just from water um, or coffee because, you know, warm coffee in the winter is like I could just sip that all day. But just being mindful of hydration because we're not necessarily prompted to want to drink when we're um, cold and it's, you know, we're not sweating as much and, and all of that kind of stuff. So being mindful of that. And then protein. I mean, guys, I will just take this to my grave, Okay. <laughs> You need to make sure that you're getting adequate amounts of protein. Minimum of 100 grams. That is the standard across the board for every single person. But that is the bare minimum, okay? Whatever your goal weight is, if you're on a weight loss journey or whatever you weigh right now, you want to be consuming 0.7 to 1 gram per pound of body weight. So we'll just go with the 1 gram. If you weigh 140 pounds, you're consuming close to that 140 grams, Best way is you split that up, divide it, figure out how much you need at each meal, bump up one of the meals so that maybe you're like, man, I can't ever get it in at lunchtime, then have an extra egg at breakfast. Two eggs is only like 12 grams of protein, ladies and gents, if you're listening, okay? That ain't a breakfast. Two eggs is not a breakfast, okay? I have been loving and you, I need to experiment and play around, but like, I need to make it more convenient, but I have been loving cottage cheese, a half cup of cottage cheese. I cannot eat cottage cheese, guys. I don't handle it. I can't 
I can't really even eat yogurt unless it has frozen berries in it, if it has granola, if it has a protein bar broken up in it. Like I need substance in it, otherwise the texture just gets me. So with cottage cheese, all the curdly things, no thanks. Mm -mm. You would not, I can't take a bite. You cannot get me to take a spoonful of that and put that in my mouth, okay? But I saw someone use it in their scrambled eggs and I'm like, I like that idea for extra protein. I will try it and see if I like it. And I did it. And guys, I've been hooked. I crave it. Like I want it almost every single day. And if I don't get it for breakfast, I want it for lunch. And I use um, Good Culture, I believe is the brand. And it's like one or 2% milk fat. You can buy whole milk if you want. Um, I do a half cup of that. Two eggs from our lovely chickens because they're lame. And you just have it on like a medium heat but the goal is just to keep stirring keep stirring keep stirring and it'll just become this super rich creamy egg and I put it on I put it on top of a bed of lettuce I want to try it on top of like a sweet potato um like if I bake one that sounds really good uh, I haven't done that yet but then I just love it absolutely on top of either sourdough toast or on our sourdough English muffins and I just eat it like open-faced basically um but it's delicious without any of that too. You can just eat it. So typically that with three of my chicken sausages and you're talking 36 grams of protein right there. 26 grams coming from the eggs and cottage cheese. The three sausages is about 10 grams. I get them from Costco. They're the chicken ones. Um, you could add a Greek yogurt in there. One of those Oikos ones or just plain Greek yogurt and add whatever you want. But when I know that I have like all this dairy from the cottage cheese, I don't necessarily add more of that. Um, post-workout or whatever, I'm always consuming a quick 20 to 30 grams of a protein powder. Um, if you have time to blend up a shake, you know, those are the times to do it. Um, always having like ch- chicken, Um, you know, just anything that you can to make sure that you're getting like 30 to 40 grams per meal and then some really good high quality snack, you know, utilize whole foods as possible and fill in the gaps when needed. If you need a protein bar, if you need to use a Greek or, um, like a protein powder, um, you know, you, you can use those, uh, and, and just play around with it and find what works for you. Uh, But you're going to feel so much better. You're going to feel satiated. You're not going to have cravings um, for much, really. Like you're just going to feel satisfied and you're not going to be reaching for extra things. And it's going to eliminate so much. It's going to make you feel healthier, feel stronger, um, reduce, you know, you'll probably release some weight. Um, You'll you'll just feel better. More protein um, and you know, you, you feel leaner and yeah, if you work out, you're going to support your muscles and yeah, it's just overall a win-win. So protein, protein, protein. Okay. I know that was three things, but that was more revolving around your food and hydration and, and stuff. So second thing we're focusing on is getting outside, moving your body, um, sunshine, fresh air, anything that's going to just get you out of your funk sometimes we just get in a funk and so it's so hard in the winter we always make the excuse like it's cold it's dark it's gloomy it's wet it's snowy blah 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 I do it definitely um but I mean sometimes I'm just like why don't I just do what I tell my kids to do when I'm like you just need to go outside it's decent enough out you can handle 30 degrees get your snow pants on 
So sometimes even if it's just standing out there, I don't even care. Make a cup of coffee and go stand outside. But like just get some steps in, breathe in some fresh air, feel a little coolness on the skin, um, go walk around your driveway or your yard if you can or a path if you're in a neighborhood, sidewalk, anything. Even if you can get on like a 10-15 minute walk with your kids or by yourself, just get outside, find a way to move. And just moving your body in general. What's going to get you going every day? We are naturally going to want to just be more um, relaxed. Less, We're just less motivated. And um, yeah, just moving your body can feel kind of hard in, in this time of the year in um, the dark, cold months. And so you've got to find what you're going to show up for. And you have to plan for it or you're going to not show up for it. So uh, fail to plan, plan to fail, okay? So set yourself up for success. Figure out what you're going to do for the next day. Don't figure it out in the morning when that's your time to actually be doing the things. So figure out what workout video you're doing or write yourself one or get to, you know, if you have a a gym membership that you're part of, get there, figure out the time that you're going, how long you're going to be there. Put your stuff out the night before. Set your clothes out. I typically do this every single night after I get my kids. I come upstairs, we get the kids in bed, and then I pop in my room and I quick think, okay, am I at home? Am I going to be outside? Am I going to the gym? What do I need? And I set out my clothes and then my gym bag and making sure my protein powder is in my bag or bottles in the water bottles in the fridge or whatever like I need. So it's just grab and go for the next day. I'm not thinking about it. I know, am I doing strength? Am I, am I teaching a cycle class? Um, typically, I, if I'm teaching a cycle class, I know that my kids will be in child watch. So then after that, I typically go and lift upper body after that for a little while. And I have some, some more <laughs> me time. Um, but yeah, you, you just have to plan your week. Look at the week and be like, okay, this day, this day, this day, I'm doing a 15-minute t- walk once or twice a day. I mean, you you pick. You figure out what works for your schedule. Um, but getting outside and then just moving your body. Um, those two things are going to lift your spirits, improve your mood, um, and just, just help a lot. Um, even if it's, there's great, um, there's tons of free resources these days. So, you know, figure out what fits your fancy. It's not going to be the same for all of us. It doesn't have to be hardcore. It doesn't have to be an hour long. It can be 15 minutes. And rule of thumb, when you don't feel like doing it, just get started. That's the hardest part is just getting started. And that's with anything in life. And, and give yourself 10 minutes, the 10-minute rule or the 10-minute you know, um, a timer and, or five minutes even. And chances are once you've already hit that five to 10 minute mark, you're like, I don't really want to stop. I'm, this is great. I, I already showed up for 10 minutes. Let's give it 10 minutes more. And boom, you're done. You fit, you've done 20 minutes. Okay. So just tell yourself just five minutes, just 10 minutes. And then you'll find yourself adding, doubling that time. Um, and, yeah, you're, you're just going to, to feel that much better when you um, do that. So, sorry, <laughs> my neighbor is texting me because she has my kids right now. Um, <laughs> and one of my kids was like knocking at the door and I'm like, mom's not on. This is my me time. <laughs> this, is, this is me right now. And um, yeah, anyway, 
Third thing, being careful of what we consume because your environment is going to influence you. Your environment is stronger than your willpower. So whatever you are consuming, whatever you're filling your space, your time, your brain, your energy with is going to influence you, impact your decisions, impact the way that you're thinking, the way that you're feeling, and you have to be careful to guard your heart, your mind, okay? When we are stuck inside and we're more prone to watch more TV, maybe you have the news on, what are you listening to, what are you scrolling, okay? Big two things are news and scrolling social media, whatever you use for your platform, it doesn't matter. How much are you doing on those? How much is it influencing you? What kind of self-talk is it starting to create into your life? Are you starting to compare? Are you starting to feel less than? Are you starting to feel bitterness about someone else's success that you're not having? And it's just because, you know what, you got to stop doing what you're doing and actually go do the thing because that's why that person is successful, if that makes sense, okay? So we're more prone to depression during this time. We're more prone to feeling less than, lazy, not motivated, and being consumed by the media ain't going to help, <laughs> okay? It's just, it's just not. And so I want you to be mindful. How about you focus on more, even if it's a positive social media thing, like I, I think you just need to either have good audiobooks, have really good um, self-development or just encouraging podcasts, and then books, like just get to reading. And I have not been good every single day, but my goal this year is to read more books. I can't even finish a book, guys, because I get so distracted that I move on to a new book before I finished one book. And then I buy a new book because I just want the book and I want the dopamine hit of buying the book because it looks amazing and it's totally in my wheelhouse of, you know, health, fitness, nutrition, whatever book I decide to buy um, from an f- influencer that I follow. Um, and then it sits on my shelf. And then I'm like, wow, I have like 20 books that I bought and I haven't touched. Way to go, Gabby. Like, look at you. You are great at buying books instead of reading them. And then, you know, I just listen to podcasts and, and things like that or a, or an audio book, which, which it counts. But the actual art of sitting down and reading a book is what I crave and what I know my body's craving and what I know will help me sit still, learn to focus a little bit more and I want I want that. I want to read the books on my shelf and I and I want that to consume more of me, including my Bible, <laughs> including my Bible time, which is helpful that we homeschool and I'm home with my kids, not that it takes the place of my own personal time, but like it really helps that we can do. I've been trying to implement more like Bible time in the morning just real quick. We read a chapter out of Um, wherever we are we decide to read Um, there's a little kids devotional that I have and it's great and it fills my soul it fills theirs it's it's good Um, just having more of that but then also just like these books need to be read and so 10 pages a day and in my head I'm like how is 10 pages a day gonna get me anywhere and honestly I'm already on chapter three of a new book and I finished a book that I hadn't finished last year already so I'm on to a new book. It's not really my second because I didn't really read the full book of the other one I finished in this year. But hey, I finished one. I'm on to another one. And I'm already into the third chapter. And I'm super pumped. Like, look at me. Yay. <laughs> um, so just being mindful. Just be mindful of what you consume. 
because it does impact why or why you're not doing something and the yeah so I mean social media is a whole nother like episode in and of itself and it it's a deep dark place honestly so much so much there's so (laughs) yeah we just create this like we envision all these people's lives that we're following and we're like creating all of these assumptions and and all these like avatars basically like and we're trying to keep up with it all and honestly yeah we weren't meant to have so much of this in our pockets and instant access to it's overwhelming it overwhelms me I'll be honest and so your phone actually if you have an iPhone maybe androids and stuff do this I don't know but they actually give you a um screen report at the end of the week I think it's on either Sundays yeah Sundays it'll be like you were on your phone this percent more or this percent less than last week your average screen time was yada 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 um so like just pay attention to that and yeah I guess just figure it out um my husband and I I mean we're we're actually entering a really hard season that doesn't have to be hard it's just it's um it's tax season for him. And so before this, we had chatted about all this phone stuff and how we wanted to do less. I think this was a conversation on our way way home from Florida because, you know, we have hours to sit together. Um, And how we were like, maybe just from the the window of 5 to 8 p.m., we're just like not on our phones. Um, It hasn't really stuck completely, but um, I do have it set up to be on personal mode. So like it is not dinging me and pinging me between 5 and 8 p.m. unless I purposely like go on my phone and look at something but and I have like my mom can get through to me or like a certain friend who we normally like I make running plans with like just in case but like I have like two or three people and like Alex can get through to me if we're not together so like just very few people can get through to me during that window of time not the whole world Um, I also have notifications off from Instagram. I have them on for Facebook, but not all of them come through. I don't know. It doesn't always ping me, but I know it would ping me for Instagram constantly. So no thanks. Turn them off. Turn them all off. I don't get emails on my front screen. I, I don't need to be seeing that. I can log in and look when I want. I don't need to see it right on my screen when I look at it. Um, so yeah, don't start your day with it. Give yourself like an hour to just like do your thing. Do your thing, okay? Um, don't don't feel that you need to engage in the world. And I'm guilty of it too. I've done it. And there are mornings where I'm like, gosh, I really wish I wouldn't have done that because it really just didn't set me up well. Um, but the 5 to 8 p.m. was just more like our kids, they need our full attention. They We want them to see us. And we they, I want them to see that we value them. And um, so during tax season, I'm going to have to be very mindful of that for myself because I will be um very much parenting solo and even when my husband is present in the evening I don't want him to feel the pressure of taking care of too much and um he he's very willing to you know still be dad and all the things but he also just needs a break and it doesn't come until way later in the day and so 
I have to recognize that and a lot ends up falling more on my plate during this time and um, yeah we we figure out a new rhythm and it's going to be a heck of a whole new rhythm uh, with four busy little people. My youngest will be one in March. I don't know how and she just is cruising around. She I mean I don't I don't know I feel like she could walk by the time she's one and she's been pushing and walking with something for a few months now and she even knows how to like back it up and turn around the other direction if she gets stuck in one way. I'm like, how how did you figure that out? I don't get it. <laughs> Crazy smart. Kids are amazing. Babies. It's phenomenal. Anyway. <clears throat> All right. So those were the three things with the couple extra little things with it. You know, cooking at home, being mindful of your hydration, protein, 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 getting outside, fresh air, sunshine, move your body, plan ahead okay be careful of what you consume social media where what are you consuming do you need to change what you're consuming and do you need to lessen of what you're consuming and shift your time to be elsewhere um will just really i think help ease this time and these are all great practices like i said if you don't live in the midwest area or the areas that just get cold and dark and it's, it's just hard. Um, don't believe the lie that it has to still be hard. This can be a great season of life for you. Um, you know, and I'm a homeschooling mom, and if you are too, I mean, man, this is a time to just like get into a good unit. I am going through a chicken unit with my kids, and then I found that it's the uh, Heritage Schoolhouse, I want to say, and if I remember, I will link to it. Um the, I think it's the Jones Homestead is so they came up with the Heritage Schoolhouse. This is their resources and I bought their chicken curriculum. It's awesome. It's great. And then I found that they came out with a bread one and I was like, what? Where has this been? So I immediately ordered it. <laughs> um, and you get to learn about breads be in different ways to make it from all over the world. So like bread made in Egypt and we're going to make that. And then um, learning about safety when traveling. And just they incorporate more than just like learning about bread from around the world. Like they make it a life learning um, curriculum. Um, so like my son with the chicken unit, he's also learning how to um, draw certain pictures. And we're focusing on the letter F in a few sections. And he's learning how to trace it and write it and say it. Um, you know, an E for egg and, you know, all the things and, um, you know, matching things. So like it, it still incorporates the general concept of the lesson, but then also just life skills and practical, um, age appropriate lessons. Um, so it's really awesome. I look forward to going through the bread one as well. So, um, yeah, it's just the time to really hunker down on some of those things before summer hits and spring and we want to be outside more and um, school, homeschool looks different. So um, yeah, with that being said, I hope that you found these helpful, insightful, encouraging. I know that you can do this. Start with one and build on it. Um, and yeah, if you have questions, email me at Gabby dot flater at getrootedinhealth.com you've got me on instagram facebook if you've got my number if we're personally connected i mean happy to answer questions hear your victories um 
yeah, and just encourage you along the way. So wishing you guys an amazing winter and I will chat with you guys next time. Bye.